50s, and then overnight with clear skies, we dropped to 35 degrees, and mostly sunny on Saturday with a high of 67. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday with the voice of the Bears, John Morris, live from Rudy's in Waco. Join us Wednesday for an abbreviated show, not live from Rudy's, but hear from softball coach Glenn Moore and head football coach Dave Aranda. The Baylor Coaches Show, this Wednesday at 6 p.m., right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. This is Jim Haller proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short we said let's go for it and a week and a half later thanks to redwoods incorporated we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy and to make it even better the cost was less than we had budgeted redwoods incorporated exceeded our expectations if you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service go see greg or scott at redwoods incorporated conveniently located off north valley mills drive on esther street behind applebee's restaurant you'll be glad you did Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. (laughs) And if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem like me. Not available in every state based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. Shipments of unique one-of-a-kind rustic furniture and western home decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last and it's priced to move. They offer 90 days, same as cash. Text 16118 or 22462 to apply. Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive, 254-662-4803. Auto Check Collision and Repair of West and Classic Towing supports the West Trojan football team in 2021. Auto Check Collision and Repair is located at 309 East Oak Street and the staff has over 100 years of experience. Auto Check Collision and Repair is an ICAR Gold Class Certified Facility. What's that mean to you? Well, it means that everybody working on your vehicle has the most up-to-date training available. And don't forget about Classic Towing for all your towing needs. It's Auto Check Collision and Repair and Classic Towing of West. Give them a call at 254-822 
jam, pump it up. Why your feet are stumping, and the jam is pumping. Look All right, who is that, by the way, Ward? Pump it up a little more, get the party. Technotronic. Yeah, it's, I thought that's who it was. I wasn't quite sure. ESPN Radio 716, good morning. It's Friday with Tom and Ward. We're glad you're with us. It is a uh, football Friday, and we're, uh, we're glad uh, glad you're with us. Uh, last night, any any big surprises uh, when you look at the when you look at the results from last night? Not really. I, I think everything went pretty much as a lot of people expected it to. Um, I didn't see anything where I went, whoa. Um, so, um, yeah, I think it went about about as normal as it could have. You? Uh, not really. Uh, you know, I, I, the the I. I I wasn't sure how Conley would do against Jasper, and, and Jasper wins that one in a, in a tight one, twenty three to twenty. Yeah, uh, I, I thought Hillsboro would would uh, would maybe get out of there with a win, and they lose to Cattle Mills twenty four fourteen. Now, what I did find interesting, and I, I thought this was going to be the case, Ward, I'm the district that the Mark Panthers play in. Mm-hmm. I think they may get a clean sweep. I think they may go four for four. Uh, I think there's going to be several out there that we see do that. Because two of them already won last night. Mm-hmm. Chilton beat Bowie 51 to nothing. Right. And and Bremont beat Bowles 26 to 14. I thought Bowles was pretty good. Uh, and Bremont beat him 26 to 14. Uh, and, and so now it's up to, to Mart and to Wortham. To get to get W's and that district will get will uh will get the uh, we'll get the a four, four a four for four performance. Mm-hmm. So we'll see uh we'll see how that goes. Now the one that you and I were, were kind of interested in over at Waco YSD Stadium didn't turn out to be such a close football game. Uh, no, it did not. This, I'm telling you, I like DeSoto. I, I think they have a chance in 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 six A Division two to make a to make a run. They they jumped on Harker Heights early and never looked back. Sixty five twenty eight your final in that one. And I told you that Heights would score some points in twenty eight. I mean, come on. But man, it's just I don't know how you stop DeSoto's offense. It is that good. Yeah, they they looked very good last night at Waco ISD. Very good. Glenrose got the shutout last night, fifteen to nothing. Uh, that's a big win for the Tigers. They uh, they they put some stuff together over there. Uh, it, we, we knew that La Vega would roll, and roll they did. Crawford a, a, a big winner over Dawson. Mm-hmm. Uh, La Vega sixty five to six over Western yeah, Hills. Yeah, no surprise there, really, is no, there? No, no. That's why I was just saying. Uh, we we knew La Vega would roll. Yeah, and you look at that district too. I mean, they've already got three that are moved on in that district too. Middle Othian Heritage beat Benbrook forty nine to twenty, and Stephenville came away with a forty nine twenty one win over Dunbar as well. I know, and, and, and that, that that shoots down my argument that you shouldn't have four teams. But I will <laughs> say this: for the most part, that doesn't happen. Uh, for the most part, uh, no, you're right. How about Kaufman over Dallas Carter twenty four to nothing last night? Really? Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't see that. Lorena. Man, I'm telling you, Ray Biles' team—they're just good. They—they—they they, they get a—they uh, get a convincing win over Hitchcock. Um, let's see, anything else jump off the page? 
Uh, Grandview, I'm telling you. They rolled. Is is West and Grandview, are they on a collision course? I think so. I really do. For a rematch? Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that that's a, a distinct possibility. Those are two good football teams. And let me tell you who's a good football team and just continues to get better. Because they thought they were going to be in it. And I hate using the word young because they're all high school kids, so they're all young. Uh, but I'll say inexperienced, and that's the Holland Hornets. Holland, went in it, it, with a change in their offensive scheme, they went into the season. And and, and, and Ward, they struggled early uh, in the year. And when they did win, they I mean, they were just eking out games because they just weren't able to get things going offensively. But, man, they played really good defense and special teams. And, and they hung around, and, and they end up winning the district. And I, it, well, they were co-champions, but they they held the they held the head-to-head into the thing. Mm-hmm. They they opened up playoffs last night against Leon, and they win forty to seven. Forty, uh, I think you can live with forty points. Yeah. So their offense clearly has gotten better. And here is what we were talking about yesterday. This is a team, and he quite honestly thought that this, you know, that they were gonna, you know, they were gonna fight and struggle and. And claw and scratch to get there. What well, the heck? They end up winning the district. So this is this is gravy that they're getting extra practices and extra games that probably didn't anticipate. Mm-hmm. But that's what they've done over the last several years since Brad Talbert's got there. Is he's built the program, and, and so I, I think part of the thing is the program and that in that tradition that they have established over there has helped them. Mm-hmm. But man alive. Uh, all they're doing is getting better, not only for this year, but for next year as well. So that's a heck of a win. And congratulations to the Holland Hornets. They, uh, they win 40 to seven over Leon. So good stuff there. Hollisville over Cameron. Yo, 42 to 38 last night. Mm-hmm. Um, just some other scores. From a lot around. of six man games last night. Uh, and how about Oglesby? Oglesby, I think last year won their won a playoff game for like the first time in oh I don't know forever. Mm-hmm. Well, they rolled last night. They they beat Calvert forty eight to thirty. And Calvert's one of those tradition rich playoff teams. Mm-hmm. So in in the uh, six man game, so good stuff there. Uh, Coolidge a winner last night over Blum forty five to nothing. I'm just l- glancing around here and uh, just looking at uh, some of the scores. But uh, anyway, so here's what we got tonight. Tonight, you're going to be at Wildcat Stadium in Temple. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this game a couple of times. Temple and Waxahachie, I'm telling you, if you don't have a game that's on your radar that you want to go see, that may be that may be one. I, I think that's... That's the I game think, of the area. I think that's a football game. That's, that's the game of the area. I, I really think it is. And that's not being selfish or stingy because I'm on the call tonight. I, I really think... That you know, I spent some time last night watching film again on on Waxahachie. That's They're a, good. That's a good football team. Uh, this is this is going to be. Now, nah, look, it it could go awry. I don't know, but I mean, just looking at it and watching these two teams, this could be a heck of a football game tonight. Oh, I, I think it will be. I I, I truly believe it will be. Uh, because I'm telling you, they play good defense at Waxahachie. Eleven six a. I would not be surprised to see two teams in 11-6A get to AT&T. I would not be surprised Ooh. to see Duncanville and DeSoto both get there. That's how good the league is. I mean, it's just one of those leagues. Yeah, uh, that, that's that's pretty amazing. 
But I think it could happen. I mean, I truly believe it could happen. Now, you know, there's a lot to happen in the next six weeks. Yes, I I get it. (laughs) But if you're going to make a, if if you were to ask me to make a prediction today, I'd say Duncanville and DeSoto. Okay. I mean, I I really would. I mean, Duncanville is is as complete a football team as you're going to see. And DeSoto, again, if if they get caught, they're going to get caught because they give up some points Mm -hmm. from time to time on defense. Uh, but man alive, can they score? You saw it last night they against did. what we thought was a good Heights team, and it is a good Heights it team. It is a good Heights team. Absolutely. They just they ran into a buzzsaw. That so, happens. So that, that game is on Fox tonight, 7 o'clock for the pregame, 7.30 for the kick. Uh, West, and we just mentioned West, they begin their run, hopefully tonight. They take on Fairfield and John Bechtel's football team. And I'm, and I'm telling you right now, John will have his team ready to go. Mm-hmm. He will. Uh, and that will be over at Tiger Stadium in Corsicana. And you can hear that game on uh, 92.9 Shooter FM. And uh, that is a 6.30 pregame with a 7 o'clock kick. And then uh, over in Eustis, Texas, it'll be the Mart Panthers looking to get back to AT&T Stadium. They'll, they'll start that six-week jaunt tonight against Clarksville, the uh, fourth-place team out of that district. And that will be a 6.30 pregame with a 7 o'clock kick, and I'll be there for that one on 104.9 FM. So, And then all you got to do is go to our uh, – you can go to the, the streaming, uh, listen Texas and and, uh, and Syntex Sports Fan, and click on those icons, and it'll take you right to it if you're, if you're looking for it and you're out of the area. So keep that in mind. All right, 7.25. It's uh, a Friday with Tom and Ward. We're glad you're with us as we make our way through a Friday morning. Coming up in a few minutes, we will uh, we're going to talk a little little basketball. We're going to we're going to step aside for the football and, and take you into the basketball. As we mentioned, the Baylor women played last night and won. The uh, Baylor men will open the season tonight. Should be a cool night at at the Farrell Center, and uh, look forward to that. So, uh, want to talk a little bit about that as well. Uh, let's see. Let's let's talk a second about Pioneer. Steel and Pipe. They've been serving Central Texas since 1943. The Emory family, four generations. And, and now it's Braden's turn at the helm, and he's doing a ter- tremendous job leading Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They have a, uh, well, their reputation's been built one customer at a time, and they've got a simple objective, and that's to make sure that their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. They carry all sizes of pipe from one half inch to 24 inches for all your fencing needs. They also offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers. Uh, The list goes on and on. Basically, they're your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Bryan and also here in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane. They're open Monday through Friday, 730 until 5, Saturday 8 until noon. And you can check them out 24-7 at pioneerboys.com. It's Baylor and Oklahoma this Saturday from McLean Stadium in Waco. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 11 a.m. kickoff. The Bears and the Sooners square off this Saturday in Waco. And you can hear John, J.J., and Ricky call all the action right here on the home of the Bears. ESPN Central Texas. 
Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. This is Richard Carr. We have shared many challenges together over the past year, but 2021 brought a new business challenge. Computer chip shortages have created long delays for new vehicles. We're told production is improving and cars are coming. At Richard Carr Motors, we have a list of vehicles already in production called our inbound vehicle list. These are vehicles that will be delivered first. Get your name on our inbound vehicle list and be first in line for your new GM car or truck. Thank you, Central Texas, for your continued support. With the holidays right around the corner, your extra spending doesn't have to cost you more. The new Mars Rewards checking account from InCommons Bank is the perfect choice for the holiday season. Use your debit card to earn rewards and refer friends to get money back in your pocket. Learn more at InCommonsBank.com slash Mars. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. Several Central Texas teams got their postseason underway on a winning note last night. La Vega beat Fort Worth Western Hills 65-6. Lorena blasted Hitchcock 53-28. Chilton shut out Sims Bowie 51-0. And Crawford belted Dawson 59-12. It was a short playoff run for Conley, losing to Jasper 23-20, and Harker Heights was knocked off by DeSoto 65-28. Melissa Smith scored 21 points as the Baylor women won at UT Arlington 81-54. The Baylor men start their season tonight with a 7-30 tip at home against the Incarnate Work. The Dolphins beat the Ravens 22-10 on NFL Thursday Night Football. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. And we are joined now by the voice of the Bears. You can hear him every day, 3 to 4, right here on ESPN Central Texas. We say hello to uh, and good morning to John Morris. John, good morning. Tom Ward, good morning to you guys. How are you doing today? Doing great. We appreciate the time. I, I was just thinking about it. This is... And I don't know where it ranks. And, and you know, it's, I think it's it's in the eyes of the beholder. But this is a huge weekend in Baylor Athletics. Man, it really is. And, and I've been hearing from people, you know, for several weeks now, really since the start of the season, pointing towards this weekend. You know, folks from out of town that want to make sure they're here for the basketball game tonight and the banner drop and then Baylor OU tomorrow. So it is it is a huge weekend. Number one, celebrating what basketball did last year and then starting a new season. And then just a big, big game against OU tomorrow. Start with the basketball, John. Start with the game tonight. And and Ward and I were talking about this. You want to embrace and you want to celebrate and you want to take in everything that that championship brings. uh, And we as fans can do that. 
But for Scott Drew and the basketball team, they got to walk that fine line, don't they? Embrace that, but get ready for this. I mean, so there's, oh, sure. there, there's, it, it's. I would think that's a difficult task. I heard you guys talking about that earlier this week, and uh, they they talked to other coaches, you know, who had been through this. You know, how do you handle that? How long do you celebrate? You know, at some point you've got to uh, turn the page. And so they set the staff here. They set the date of July thirty first. Mm-hmm. So they were celebrating full time, you know, and they and they did. And Coach Drew has done so many interviews, you know, and and he is one that will say yes if he possibly can to a request, you know, to do something, you know. And there have been a ton of those. And but they set the date of July thirty first to say, all right, July thirty first. You know, not that the national championship is going away. It's not at all. It's never going to go away. But turn the page and start getting ready for twenty one twenty two. So. I thought that was pretty smart on their part, and they've, uh, you know, they set about doing that. John, uh, when, when you look at this basketball team, and I know you, I don't know if you've even had a chance to get over and watch practice much, but what what's your takeaway early when it when it comes to this team? Yeah, I haven't seen them a lot, a few times, and looking forward to seeing them on the floor tonight. Uh, it's it's what Coach Drew has told me the times we've talked about it is um, they they just haven't had everybody practicing together as much as he would like because of some injuries. Uh, you know, Langston Love went out with a knee injury. So, you know, all of a sudden you're thinking, where does he fit into the rotation? Oh, okay, he's not in the rotation at all this year, uh, but he'll be back next year. And then uh, Kendall Brown had a groin injury that really slowed him for, I think, three weeks. I mean, a long time. So he just wasn't getting those reps, and they weren't getting the reps together to see what the best combinations were so I think if if coach Drew was on with you right now he would say if there's a concern um, it's just that that they haven't had as many reps to figure out the best lineups uh, you know what the best lineups are going to be yet now that'll come they'll have that but as of right now on November 12th I think you would have liked to have had Certainly, you'd like to have everybody healthy and everybody at practice every day, and then you figure out those rotations uh, much better. Uh, switching gears, Nikki Collin off to a 2-0 and start. They got a nice win last night over UTA, 81-54. to The third quarter, they uh, they got after 20-9 to in that third period to kind of get that separation. But uh, a nice win and a good start for, for Nikki Collins' basketball team. Yeah, really good. And, and the people that were, you know, upset or not upset, but, Oh my! What happened? They only won by seven against Texas State. Yeah. Come on, that's that's a win, you know, to start the season. And and what we were saying on the TV broadcast was, you know, remember there's so many new uh, faces, new pieces to the team this year. The entire coaching staff is new. Half the roster is new. And that was their first game on Tuesday. Hey, and they were leading by 20. They won by seven. They won the game. And you learn from that and move on. And I think they did last night, you know, winning pretty handily over UTA. And UTA, by the way, was picked. So these are two Sunbelt Conference schools. And UTA was picked third in the preseason poll. Texas State was picked fourth in the preseason Sunbelt poll. So you could say maybe this was a better team last night that they played and and look at the results there. For both of these teams, men and women, isn't patience going to be the biggest virtue for both of these teams and, and for fans because of the fact that they're going to have to gel as a team on both of them? Yeah, Ward, I think so. You know, the thing that Baylor had, uh, to start with the men, the thing the men had last year going for them were all those returning guys and all that experience. And it's like 
you know, it's like you're not going from zero to 60 to start a season. You're, you're starting at about 60 and going to 120 is where they finished. And again, this year, there are some guys back, some returning players, but a lot of new and a lot of new faces. And so, yeah, it might take a little time, might take some time into the season. Now, there's teachable moments every game. You'd like those to come after wins, but sometimes they do come uh, uh, following losses. And Baylor's got a tough schedule, you know, a really tough non-conference schedule. So, yeah, there might be some hiccups uh, in here coming up. We'll see. Um, And for the women, the same thing. You know, all the new that we talked about, it's just going to take a little time to, uh, you know, to get everybody, you know, rowing in the same direction. John, let's uh, let's talk football tomorrow. A uh, eleven o'clock kick, national television. You're going to have the Fox guys in town. They're probably already here doing their thing. Uh, this this is a huge game, and it's a game that the Bears got to win if they're going to stay in the hunt for for the championship and AT and T Stadium. Yeah, that's it. I mean, after the loss to TCU, there's no margin for error now, right? Nope. I mean, if you if you want to get to the championship game, uh, the the path, the simplest path is beat Oklahoma tomorrow. And then you got to have help. Oklahoma State, Oklahoma would have to lose again, and they do play in Stillwater in a couple of weeks, uh, and that would get you to the championship game. But you know, it, it, being around Dave Aranda as much as we are, you you know this that he's he's not even probably talking about those scenarios. He's just talking about Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. You know, like Bryce Petty famously said, "You remember that 2014." 2014, Bryce Petty, Baylor had just beaten Kansas. He comes into the post-game press conference, and uh, somebody asked him a question. His answer was, I'm just getting ready for Oklahoma. And somebody asked another question. He said, I'm just getting ready for Oklahoma. (laughs) And the whole press conference, that's all he said. And, uh, you know, that was uh, in 2014, that was a huge game. You know, Baylor won the Big 12 that year, beat Oklahoma in Norman that next week. But uh, I've I've kind of adopted that this week from Bryce Petty, and he's going to be the legend of the game this week, so we'll have him on our tailgate show. Um, But he's just getting ready for Oklahoma. So I think these guys are, and Coach Aranda said Wednesday on the Coach's Show, it's been a really good week of practice. Uh, Remember, after the first loss of the year against Oklahoma State, how well they bounced back, you know, and beat, beat West Virginia, I mean, decisively. So I'm hoping for that same kind of bounce back for this team tomorrow. What do they need to do? I, in, you know, I know we don't we don't want to get into X's and O's, but just in a thumbs, in a nutshell, what do they need to try to get get done in order to be in this football game in the fourth quarter and win it in the fourth quarter? Yeah, I'm I'm not smart enough to give you X's and O's really, but what I think is what what didn't happen at TCU was their pass rush uh, really failed them. They just couldn't get pressure on Chandler Morris. And look what happened. You know, he threw for 461 yards and ran for 70 more. Unbelievable. But now, you know, we're not playing Chandler Morris tomorrow. We're playing Caleb Williams, who's probably Chandler Morris 2.0. So that's going to be a challenge again tomorrow is is getting pressure on the quarterback, knowing he can run. Baylor's, you know, uh, had issues with running mobile quarterbacks more than once this year. And we're going to see a really good one at that tomorrow. So I th- to me, that's number one, priority number one, putting pressure on him. Then you got to stop the run and, and uh, be able to run the ball, use Baylor's running game, you know, to our benefit. Um, and, and those are some simple things, but, uh, you know, maybe not as easy to accomplish as they are to uh, talk about against a really, really good Oklahoma team. 
John, how important do you think it is for this offense to get off to a good start, but more than anything, be consistent throughout the game and just stay on schedule? Yeah, absolutely. That that's the thing. You don't want to get behind behind schedule. You know, behind the sticks there against an OU defense that's coming on. Def, uh, the OU's defense kind of had their issues early in the season, but here they are as they reach November and they're coming on. And and one of the amazing stats about Oklahoma is they have won 23 straight games in the month of November, and that goes back to a Baylor win in Norman in 2014. Mm-hmm. Here things come full circle. Bryce Petty quarterback Baylor to that win in Norman in 2014 but that that shows that Oklahoma has won a lot and they uh, normally get better as the season goes on and November is you know championship month and and Oklahoma's you know won six straight big 12 championships. John I know uh, you did it on the fly we appreciate it thanks so much Uh, and uh, I mean can't wait to see you tomorrow morning bright and early out in uh, touchdown alley. (laughs) Well, it's so nice of Ward to bring you guys donuts. Uh, that is uh, great of him to do that yeah, before yeah. he gets on the road. He's so good to us. <laughs> Isn't he great? Man, Ward, you're so good. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I, I won't be there near as early as you guys tomorrow, but I'll see you bright and early. All right, John. Thanks. See you later. <laughs> Thank that you is the voice it. of the Bears, John Morris. You can hear him every weekday right here at 3 o'clock on ESPN Central Texas. And, you know, sometimes, Ward, we schedule these things quite a bit, to, you know, and then sometimes we do it on the fly. And that mm-hmm. was that was a, hey, let's get J-Mo on real quick. All right, 741. Speaking of Baylor and Oklahoma, we're going to break it down a little bit with Ricky Thompson. We'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Michael Hurley of Hurley Benefit Services. I think one of the challenges that all small business owners are facing today is while there may be less than 50 employees, They're still competing with the big box companies that have full-blown benefit plans. Employers are looking for solutions, and my out-of-the-box thinking is providing a solution. With the innovative coverage offered by Hurley Benefit Services, you can have individual or group coverage that is a lot better, that costs a lot less. HurleyBenefits.com. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. John W. Irwin General Contractors is proud to support the Mark Panthers. Since 1975, they've helped their customers complete more than 600 projects. They provide pre-construction, construction, post-construction, and architectural services. John W. Irwin General Contractors is willing to be involved in any or all facets of your project. Excellence, experience, integrity, and teamwork. That's John W. Irwin General Contractors. For more information, contact them at bids at jeconstruction.com. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality, 
pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 in Imperial. Keenan and Claire, tell them where. CMCAutoGroup.com Say habla espanol. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. Several Central Texas teams got their postseason underway on a winning note last night. La Vega beat Fort Worth Western Hills 65-6. Lorena blasted Hitchcock 53-28. Chilton shut out Sims Bowie 51-0. And Crawford belted Dawson 59-12. It was a short playoff run for Conley, losing to Jasper 23-20, and Harker Heights was knocked off by DeSoto 65-28. Melissa Smith scored 21 points as the Baylor women won at UT Arlington 81-54. The Baylor men start their season tonight with a 7:30 tip at home against the Incarnate Word. The Dolphins beat the Ravens 22-10 on NFL Thursday Night Football. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk football with Ricky Thompson, presented by Alliance Bank of Central Texas. All right, 745. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Warden joined now by Ricky Thompson. Ricky is brought to you by Alliance Bank Central Texas. Ricky, good morning, and a big day tomorrow in uh, in in college football for the Bears as they uh, host the Oklahoma Sooners with Fox Sports in town. And man, this is just going to be a big day. Well, it is, and I think that part of this is, as everybody knows, get past last week, forget it, go on. Uh, how many times do you get the Fox crew here uh, live? at McLean and playing Oklahoma. Uh, it should be a great day, and I hope our folks turn out and hope they're just as loud as they were for the Texas game because whether you realize it or not, when you're in the stands and you're that loud, it's a factor. And I can tell you more than once, Texas was confused on snap counts. And just if you just do that one time, it makes a huge difference. So I'm excited to have Oklahoma here and uh, see what it's like. Perfect weather tomorrow. Ricky, is there any chance you think Coach Aranda's talked to this team about don't let this game get too big? Uh, yeah, Ward, you know he has. I think that in particular this late in the season when the games really do get a little more important, I think you've got to keep the same mindset that you do throughout the year and worry about this game. Don't worry about the next game. Don't worry about which bowl you're in, just go play. And if you can't get ready to play Oklahoma, then something's wrong anyway. But I think that's something that Aranda does a really good job of and his staff of having the team focused and ready to go and ready to play and to play who they're playing. And I think Ward last week was a little unusual. I mean, let's admit it. Patterson's gone. You've got a new coach. Had no idea what these guys were going to do offensively or defensively. And I think that had some effect on the game, particularly in the first half. So uh, I just think 
tomorrow's a big day. I think we'll be ready. I'm going to take you back to last week one more time. Uh, it, you know, they, they had just come off the win over Texas to come from behind win. Oklahoma was was there in the in the in the in the windshield as we as we've said a couple of times. Could that have had an, uh, a negative effect? I mean, could they have been looking ahead to, to OU when they when they went on the field with TCU? I, no, I don't think intentionally they were doing that. I don't think that at all. But I let's admit we're all human, mm-hmm. and it's hard not to think about. You know, let's go out and win this game. We should win eight and one. Oklahoma at home plan for really a shot to be in the Big 12 championship game as even the number one seed if you beat Oklahoma. So, I, yeah, I think it could have had effect. I think we did everything possible to avoid that. But just the human nature of kids and adults as well, it, it's hard not to look ahead sometimes. How important is it tomorrow to have some success early for this team? I think it's huge, Ward. I just think particularly coming off the loss, we don't want to play from behind. Remember, this Oklahoma team is a team that can score really fast. They're getting one of their receivers back. Saturday seems like that's the way it is. When we play people, everybody comes back healthy, and that's fine. So uh, they can score quick. Caleb Williams is such a threat. Maybe the best quarterback we've played as far as dual threat, running and throwing. So, yeah, I think we've got to stay in the game early. If you let these guys get up, it it could get ugly. But let's remember, too, Kayla Williams played against Kansas, and Kansas had these guys 10 to nothing at halftime. So the flip side of this, Oklahoma better be ready to play, too. And, and that's what kind of what I was thinking. I mean, if you go in and, and you establish the offensive line, which this Baylor football team has done more often than not, and you control the line of scrimmage, then then Caleb Williams is spending a lot of time standing on the sideline. Well, and I'm betting, I don't know, but uh, would you guess that's been discussed this week maybe? <laughs> yeah. Keep that guy off the field. I bet it has. And remember, too, that's the one thing that Oklahoma's defense has really done well this year is played well against the run. They've given up a lot of big pass plays. I think that may be relative – to some guys being out, but you know what? We've run the ball against some pretty good defenses already, so I think that we can do that. I think we can run the ball. I think it's very, very important. I, I'm going to throw one out there, guys, too. I'm going to say somewhere early in this game, we play action and go over the top. I think they saw the importance of that last week. We've got guys that can do that, that have the speed to get over the top. Taquan Thornton just comes to mind and his ability particularly to adjust to the deep ball, not just catch it, but Bohannon knowing that I just need to throw it out there. And Taekwon's going to adjust. He's going to go to it. That's something you can't coach. You can't teach it. You just got to be able to do it. And Taekwon can. So I'm calling for a play-action deep throw early. Uh, Remember I said that. Ricky, I know that, that Williams is a focal point for this offense. And for the Baylor defense, do you think that they have to be aware of Kennedy Brooks in this running game? They've got to shut that down first. Sure, and I think we've done a really good job of that. No matter what the quarterback is, you've got to shut down the running game through the running back first. And then I think after that, what you can't do, throwing for a completion on third and ten for first down, that's just going to happen sometimes, but – when you've got a quarterback in trouble 
and he takes off and runs for 11 on a third and 10, that's a killer. So I think with that, we've got to maintain our lanes on our pass rush, not let him get outside, watch the quarterback draws, and stop Kennedy as well. And I'd, I'd rather him beat us throwing than running it down our throat. You, you mentioned the pass rush. Uh, John Morse brought that up just a couple of minutes ago as well. And let's be honest, Dave Aranda was not happy at all with how with how they rushed the quarterback last week. So I would think that was a a a, a focal point in practice and preparation this week. Absolutely, and I think mostly what he was not pleased with is that our four guys up front didn't get there. I thought they really struggled to get pressure. Uh, I thought when Terrell Bernard came, Jalen Petrie from outside, that we got pressure on him. But remember, Jalen had his arms around him three times and didn't get him down. So when you get there, you've also got to get the guy down because you've taken a guy out of the play defensively, and if he shakes loose, he's running free. So, yeah, I think they talk, talk pass rush. They talk keeping in the lanes for the big guys to watch the quarterback draw as well. And uh, I think I bet they talked a little bit about wrapping up when you get there, too. Is this a game where Baylor should try to make some hay in special teams and maybe take the advantage there against Oklahoma? Yeah, we played really well on special teams. And I think uh, even last week we got a blocked field goal that at the end of the game could have been the difference in that football game if we don't throw the interception because we're probably going to get a field goal, be up by two. And that would go go directly back to a block kick. So, yeah, very important. I think if we have to punt, and we will some, Power's got to take advantage of. I, I'd like to see him get those 58-yard kicks coming out versus going in toward the goal line. I know you need it both ways and kicks inside the 10, but when we're backed up, we need him to boom it out of there. And he's certainly capable of. 50, 55, 60-yard punts, and we need those. Uh, it's about time for Treston to have a big kick return, too, either punt, kickoff. So what a day it would be. It just A kick return for a touchdown just turns the whole scheme or momentum of the football game, and I'd sure like to see that tomorrow. All right, Rick, man, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Uh, look forward to it tomorrow, and uh, enjoy the broadcast. All right. Thanks, guys. See you tomorrow. Talk to you soon. That is Ricky Thompson, the uh, sideline analyst for uh, Baylor football and has been for many, many years. And Ricky Thompson's pregame conversation brought to you by Alliance Bank Central Texas. It is 7.54. We're six away from 8 o'clock. Hey, don't forget, coming up next week, November the 17th, in fact, we're going to be broadcasting live from Morrison's Gifts as we kick off the gift-giving season with a special event. They're going to have a Consuela trunk show. Guys, you're saying, what is Consuela? Well, I'm telling you right now, just come see because it's going to go to the top of your list of, hey, I need to get this for fill in the blank. Uh, and uh, and it's a great Christmas gift idea. Trust me. Uh, come see their purses, bags, totes, and accessories. A great opportunity to get your gift giving started with show specials, product giveaways, and you can meet a Consuela representative. And it, uh, again, your, uh, your, your significant other is going to love this gift. There will be a special 
specials on other products as well, plus the snacks and all kinds of fun stuff. We're going to be there broadcasting live during the Matt Mosley Show on the, the uh, 17th of November. And remember, Morrison's Gifts, uh, they're located at uh, Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive next to Jason's Deli. Should be a large time and a great day. So come join us as we uh, broadcast live on November the 17th at uh, Morrison's Gifts. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, it's Baylor OU Big 12 football tomorrow at McLean Stadium. Plus, the national champions drop a banner and open the new season tonight in the Farrell Center. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. When we moved to Texas, we were like fish out of water. We didn't know anyone in our neighborhood until our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent came to the house. She was so helpful and reassuring, a friendly face with that Texan hospitality I'd heard about. When we purchased a Texas Farm Bureau insurance policy, we knew we were making the right choice. We knew our family would be protected. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an insurance agent who's a true neighbor. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor women's basketball, number seven in the nation, off to a 2-0 start following last night's 81-54 win in Arlington over UTA. The All-American Alyssa Smith led the way again with 21 points and a career-high tying 16 rebounds in the victory. The Baylor women next in action Monday, 7 o'clock in the Farrell Center hosting New Orleans. Meanwhile, Scott Drew and the Bears, the defending Big 12 and national champions, open the new season tonight on the floor in the Farrell Center. Be sure and be in your seats early for the banner unveiling, plus rings presented to the players and staff, then a 7.30 tip-off tonight for Baylor and Incarnate Word. Head coach Scott Drew, understandably excited about the start of a new season. Well, I know the players are excited, as they always are at this time. Um, I think uh, uh, we've really enjoyed working with this group. Uh, uh, we have enough returners coming back that they, they know what kind of uh, culture we, we have and want to have, and uh, we have enough new players that uh, it gives you excitement. Obviously, a talented new group of players. Um, probably the uh, uh, only negative thus far has probably been that uh, – uh, it seems like some years you go through more injuries than others, and this year seems to be one of those. Uh, we've been so blessed the last couple of years not to have injuries where people are out extended periods of time. But normally you're going in and you're like, I like this group. They play well together, and then we go to here, and I think we'll be figuring stuff out a little bit uh, longer because of that, though. Scott Drew and the Bears open the new season tonight in the Farrell Center on the air at 7 p.m. Tip-off at 7.30 here on ESPN Central Texas Television tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Also, Baylor football, number 13 in the nation, hosting number 8 Oklahoma tomorrow at McLean Stadium. Our coverage begins at 7 a.m. here on ESPN Central Texas, 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show with an 11 a.m. kickoff. The game nationally televised by Fox, 
following Fox Big Noon Kickoff pregame show beginning at 9. Baylor Volleyball in action tonight and tomorrow in Fort Worth against TCU. Cross-country runs the NCAA South Central Regional this morning, hosted by Baylor and Waco at Cottonwood Creek Golf Course. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tonight from the Farrell Center and have more Monday. I'm John Morris. Baylor Bear Football on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. This Saturday, the Bears play host to the Oklahoma Sooners. And our coverage of Baylor football begins at 7 a.m. with Game Day Live presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll preview the game, have interviews, and a whole lot more. Following the game, it's the tailgate show, then the Bears and the Sooners. And it all happens this Saturday beginning at 7 right here on ESPN Central Texas. Having an accredited land consultant like Daryl Weems and his team of farm, ranch, land, and home experts on your side is a must when making what may be the biggest financial decision in your life. Selling farm and ranch property since 1925, United Country's Twin Bends Realty is your go-to source for real estate industry insight and advice. Sellers will benefit from UC's cutting-edge technology that will provide your property with maximum visibility. Find your freedom by calling Daryl Weems, your local land pro at United Country Twin Bends Realty. Learn more at twinbendsrealty.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk high school football with Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. All right, a little after 8 o'clock. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on... ESPN Central Texas. Our 8 o'clock hour this morning is brought to you by VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. They are currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service techs. All openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply at 7601 Imperial Drive. Joined now by uh, Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, the uh, managing editor. And, 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 Greg, here we go. Third phase of the high school football season began last night across the Lone Star State. And, man, this is, uh, this is the fun part of the year. This is where we get, to, we get to crown a champion in about six weeks. Yeah, it's, it's the most wonderful time of the year. And, and I think that what's, it's important to keep in perspective for Texans because I think we, we can maybe get lost in it sometimes. But I think if you take a look, you, you're not going to find any tournament in the world quite like this. Uh, there's 352 win or go home games this week. I mean, uh, you've got 704 teams whose who's, who's seasons are on the line. Like, you either win and you get the game plan for next week, or you lose and you blow up basketballs. Like, it is it is a, a remarkable thing that, you know, the breadth and scope of it is so, wild, is so impressive. And then you just, you know, when it actually happens, the chaos starts coming fast and furious you see there are games you never saw coming last i'll just be honest last night normally on on thursday the opening thursday of the playoffs right the opening thursday tends to be a little 
sleepy. It tends to be a little bit more easing into it. The, you know, decent number of blowouts, things like that. Not a ton of chaos. I think there's one game that really catches your eye. Last night was maybe the most chaotic and wildest opening Thursday of the Texas high school football playoffs that I can remember, including what may in fact be the biggest upset of the season at any level in any classification at any time of the year with Stanton beating Childress. Uh, our Dave, the Dave Campbell's Texas football computer had installed the Childress had a, as a 47-point favorite. We had all, the entire Dave Campbell's Texas football staff, had picked Childress to win their region to play in a state semifinal, and Stanton, the Buffaloes, decide to break everybody's bracket right out of the chute. It was a wild opening salvo of the Texas high school football playoffs. What were some of the other games that, uh, that just jumped off the page at you? Yeah, you know, there was a little bit of chaos in the in the six A ranks. Uh, we had uh, Cy Park, who I think was a bit of a a bit of a, a dark horse, a bit of a, a a hipster pick to win Region Two of six A Division Two. They lose in the first round to fourth place finisher Tomball. Tomball was a team that last week was literally playing for their season. They were in a win and in situation against Klein. They win that game to advance to the playoffs, and they get a district champion in Side Park as their reward. Well, all they do is haul off and beat them convincingly. 36-24, uh, or uh, 56-34, I believe, was the final. I mean, it, that was, it was there was that. Uh, in the DFW era, Saginaw Boswell took down Hazlitt Eaton, which was a pretty sizable upset as well. Uh, you had uh, you had Monahans beating Lubbock Estacado. The six-man ranks were littered with a number of big-time stunners, including Happy, the mighty Cowboys uh, of Happy, beating Spring Lake Earth, who's a regional favorite. Uh, it was everywhere you looked. It, it just looked like somebody had cut the brakes on the Texas high school football playoffs last night. It was one of those nights that we, we see every once in a while in the regular season, and it happens every once in a while in the playoffs. It never happens on the opening Thursday night of the playoffs, but it happened last night. Greg, I'm going to be selfish and ask you about 1-11-6A versus 12-6A and Waxahachie traveling to Temple to take on the Wildcats. How do you see this game? Yeah, I think this is a fascinating game. It's a Waukesha team that, that took it on the chin in their in their uh, regular season finale. Uh, that's anxious to get just get back on the field and get that that taste out of their mouth. Uh, you know, it's a Waukesha team that I think has a number of, of big time playmakers, and, and I like what they bring to the table offensively. Um, one of the questions I have about them is that their defense has been pretty inconsistent, and that could be their undoing, especially going against a, a pretty talented and explosive, uh, you know, Temple team. Or uh, this is a, a this is a Waukesha team uh, that the, the name of the game for them is going to be to make sure that they can keep their quarterback Roderick Hartsfield Jr. Uh, clean. If he He's clean, and he's got a good pocket. He, he's a pretty talented quarterback. But if he's under pressure, he gets a little bit loose with the football. And so uh, I think that's when you're going to send guys like Torrey and Lord, York, just let them loose and, and wreak some havoc in this one. And by the way, one of those games we mentioned was Side Park losing to Tomball. That is, I mean, that is big news for Temple because now suddenly I think that you're talking about favorites in Region 2 of 6A Division 2. I would say Temple is on that very short list, maybe along with Rockwall Heath. Uh, of, of teams that can win that region. So for Temple, now look, obviously you see what happened with Cy Park. Got to put one foot in front of the other. But I do think that Temple is, is a favorite tonight against Waxahachie. Staying in that district, uh, DeSoto got a big win over Heights here in Waco last night. And for me, DeSoto, if DeSoto can find a little defense, then this can be a dangerous team. No, 100%. Uh, that's exactly it. And last night, you know, 
Uh, one of our staff members, Matt Stepp, our, our insider, actually picked Harker Heights to win that game. And I thought they were going to give DeSoto all sorts of trouble. I picked the Eagles, but I thought they were going to give all sorts of trouble. No trouble uh, for DeSoto. They looked great. And that was maybe their most complete game of the year. Going up against Rashawn Sanford uh, and company, and they held them down. Uh, you know, that game ended up getting a little bit pointy towards the end. Make no mistake, that was a defensive masterpiece from DeSoto to hold down an explosive Harker Heights team. Uh, and, and they looked great. That is the name of the game for them. We know they've got the playmakers. We know they've got John Tate Cook. We know they've got big-time uh, athletes on the outside offensively. The question is going to be on the defensive side. When you, t- when you take a look at what they've done this year, when their defense has played well, they are good. When their defense has played poorly, they are beatable by pretty much anyone in the state. And that, that is the name of the game for them. It sounds simple, but basically when their defense shows up, they've got an opportunity to beat basically anybody. Is there a district out there that you're looking at that could make? I know there's a couple of them that can make the clean sweep, but is there one that's just sitting there going, man, you're going to see these four teams in a collision course with each other again down the line? One that comes to mind is is Grandview and West, but I'm sure there's several of them out there, isn't there? Yeah, that grand, you know, that's that's a good point. You know, the Grandview uh, district, District Seven Three A Division One, I think has an opportunity to pull off that trick. But the problem is that they are in a pretty difficult region. Uh, you know, Grandview's already through; they've they've got their win there. They're just waiting on their next opponent. Uh, you know, West is going to have a uh, West is going to be favored. The, the question for them, uh, the question for me is going to be Maypearl because uh, Maypearl's got a, a tough game against Malakoff. Malakoff is is better than their record indicates at seven and three. They are that is a really good seven and three team. They're going to be the challenge of getting past getting out of the first round you know we saw it last year uh with uh with the franklin district uh franklin in route to a state championship game uh in district 13 3a division two they made the clean sweep uh, I, I think there's an opportunity for them to do that as well because i think east bernard's down but i do think that van fleck uh their by district uh you know a by uh, one of the by district bunkmates uh there they have an opportunity to do that you know one of them now I'll say this, you know, we mentioned the big upset of Stanton over Childress. Now, suddenly, you start taking a look at District 4, 3A, Division 1, and it, it's, it's strange to say, and it would require some uh, a couple of upsets, right? Uh, or, or at least on paper, you know, things that you would think were upsets, like, for example, Idaloo over Canadian in the first round. But you look, take a look at that district. That was, I mean, that was the fourth place team that won that did not get off the district champion. So they've already done the hard part. Lubbock Roosevelt's going to be a, a favorite, although a slight one over Spearman. Uh, Abernathy's got Friona, and then Idaloo's got Canadian. It's tough sledding because it's a tough district, but those are also. I also think that those comprise the eight best teams in that region. And so if you can get past the by-district round, suddenly you've got an opportunity that then in the regional semifinals, uh, you're kind of looking around and be like, hey, I recognize you. You've been to this party before. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, that's kind of what we're looking at there in District 4, 3A, Division, Division 1 now. Division 2, rather. Talk a little bit about La Vega. Uh, I, he, they just seem to get better and better every week. Yeah, that's kind of the deal, and, and that's that's how uh, Coach Don Hyde likes to do business. Uh, they they don't want to come out of they don't want to come out uh, immediately like the the, the team to beat, and, and or rather they don't want to come out and be uh, you know a finished product. And you know last last night against Fort Worth Western Hills in an unsurprising fashion, they they go out there and dominate them. They're they're just a lot better than them. Uh, and then next week. Uh, they're going to take on Kaufman. That'll be a, an interesting challenge, but I think that they're going to be favored in that one. You know, one of the things that I think is is beneficial for them. They're in a very tough region, uh, 4A Division One, Region Two, um, but 
Uh, they got probably the cleanest path to a regional semifinal. The first two rounds, I think, are probably the most favorable of any of the contenders. Uh, you know, Stephenville is going to have to go through a team like Paris. Uh, Kennedale is go- Argyle's got to go through Kennedale. Uh, you know, Midlothian Her- Melissa may have to go through a team like Midlothian Heritage. Uh, La Vega doesn't have that. La Vega is going to have, I think, a pretty clear path to the second round as long as they can uh, avoid stubbing their toe. But then it gets serious, right? Then you're taking on Melissa. Then you're going to take on maybe your arch nemesis in Argyle. Um, you know, for, for, for La Vega, they're right where they need to be. Uh, now it's just a matter of, of taking care of their business and playing that La Vega football. It looks good last night. Uh, against a team that they overmatched, we're going to see if they can do that the rest of the way. Greg, is there a game out there that you're looking at as an upset watch for you? Yeah, there's a couple. Uh, you know, one of them that I've kind of put on upset watch, we had a couple last night that did not come through, but uh, a couple. one of the games that I have on upset watch, in, in bouncing up to the DFW Metroplex, uh, I think Frisco-Wakeland is on, is on upset watch. I think that this is a team that uh, that that they're uh, they're considered favorites in this one, and part of it is because they're playing a Dallas ISD team in Woodrow Wilson. But this is a good Woodrow Wilson team. I like this team a lot. They've got a number of playmakers. Cam McGuire. They they run the ball well with uh, Nathan Barlow. He's kind of a he's just a he's a, a bell cow running back. Uh, and so if they can get ahead and play from ahead, I think that they can surprise uh, some people. You know, another game kind of in the smaller school ranks, I think that I think that uh, down in, in, in kind of that, that greater central Texas area, I think Little River Academy, uh, they're going to be underdogs tonight against Yoakum, uh, but I think they've got a great shot. I think that they're a team that um, the way that they are able to – uh, the youngsters that they've got, a lot of it comes down to whether or not those lights are too bright tonight. I, I, that's basically it. I mean, they've got a lot of young guys, sophomores and juniors, all over the place for Chris Lancaster's squad. If they can just kind of keep their keep their heads about them against a veteran physical Yoakum team, I think Little River Academy could spring what would be a mild upset. Um, and, and, yeah, so there's a couple of them that, that I've got my eye on. One of them last night, as we mentioned, you know, DeSoto and, Cedar, and, and Harker Heights. We thought Harker Heights had a shot. Uh, so, obviously, calling your shot doesn't work all the time. <laughs> a, a year ago, the uh, Crawford Pirates made a, made a deep run, and they got off to a good start last night beating beating Dawson. Is, is this team, is Greg Jacobs' team, are they built to make another deep run? Yeah, I think so. And I think that the way that the bracket shakes out is an interesting one this year in that um, there are, I think, clear, clear, clear favorites on the right side. That would be Region 3 and Region 4. I think Timpson is a very clear favorite to come out of Region 3. And then I think Shiner and Refurio, who each won their by-district games by 70-plus last night, are, are, are on a collision course for a Region 4 title. The left side of the bracket, in Region 1, Region 2, that's where Crawford lives in Region 2. And there's there's kind of nobody there that's like – that's kind of stood up and established themselves as the clear favorite. And Crawford might be the closest thing we have to that. I mean, the way that they have played, especially defensively, has been exceptionally impressive. You know, one of the things that I, I will have a concern about at some point, at some point, not this week and probably not next week against Celeste, but down the road, maybe when they play Italy, maybe depending, maybe they see Cupper in, 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 or, or Toller to get a rematch with Toller. That offense is going to have to win the game at some point. Like it's just going to have to. And and their offense has been fits and spurts. They've they've been very good against bad defense. They feasted on bad defenses 
and good defenses have kind of cracked their code. They're going to need to have a big offensive game against a good defense at some point to get where they want to go. I think they're the favorite in Region three, region 2. I think that they were actually all the entire Dave Campbell staff. I think we all picked Crawford uh, to come out of Region 2. Uh, but there are, there are certainly some things to work on for, for Greg Jacobs' squad uh, as they matriculate through. But obviously, great start last night. I suspect there's some great reads right now on uh, on uh, TexasFootball.com. Oh man, uh, there's there's way too much content. Uh, I I I I I don't even know how, where to start with it. We've we've been burning the candle at both ends all week. If you want breakdowns of every bracket, we've got videos and we've got podcasts that break down every bracket uh, from six A Division one all the way down to one A Division two. Um, we just posted our interview with new Texas Tech head coach Joey McGuire on the site. Uh, we got a lot of good stuff on TexasFootball.com. Whether you're a high school fan or a college fan, uh, we've got too much up there. And uh, what are some of the key games that you guys will have a, a camera at tonight uh, for Bally Sports Southwest? Yeah, big night tonight. Of course, obviously the by district match, uh, by district ground, always fun and 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 an opportunity to go out there and spotlight some of the biggest games. Uh, you know, we are going to be out at uh, Spring in the Woodlands, which I think is the game of the week down there in the Houston area. Uh, Bridgeland and Klein College, big game involving Texas A&M commit Connor Wigman at quarterback. We're going to be at Free Owner and Abernathy out there in West Texas. Uh, Tyler Chapel Hill inviter. Uh, Frisco Reedy in Lancaster and Smithville and Geronimo Navarro. So we've got the state covered on Valley Sports Southwest for six hours of live coverage starting at 7 o'clock tonight. Hey, Greg, thanks. Appreciate your time as always. All right, take care, boys. Talk to you soon. Greg Tepper, managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. I'm telling you, one day we're going to say, what about, and he's going to say, you know what, I don't know about that. No, you're not. Oh, we're not? Nope. Never. Mm -mm. I mean, <laughs> you want to talk about a dude that does his homework. All right, uh, 816, 16 minutes after 8. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we will uh, continue our football conversation. We'll do it next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. When the defense lines up Sunday against the Falcons, Dallas will be without their best pass rusher as Randy Gregory goes on the injured reserve list. Details after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family, and it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Cowboys defensive end Randy Gregory suffered a calf injury during Wednesday's practice and was placed on injured reserve yesterday, which means he'll miss at least three games, including this weekend's home game against the Falcons. Head coach Mike McCarthy knows it's a major blow to the defense. Absolutely. No, I think it was clearly one of our best players on defense. So, yeah, it's very disruptive. Our team and our defensive players feed off of his you know, activity and He's having a heck of a year, but, you know, he's he was back in there this morning and, you know, he'll attack the rehab just like he, he has attacked everything else. 
Without Gregory, look for Dorrance Armstrong to move into the starting role. Plus, rookie linebacker Micah Parsons will likely get plenty of opportunities to rush the passer. Falcons-Cowboys kickoff on Sunday is noon central. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly sunny on this Friday and not looking too bad with highs topping out at 73 degrees. Clear skies for high school football tonight. Kickoff temperatures will be in the lower 50s. And then overnight with clear skies, we drop to 35 degrees. And mostly sunny on Saturday with a high of 67. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Scott Drew and the defending Big 12 and national champion Baylor Bears open the new season Friday, November 12th in the Ferrell Center hosting Incarnate Word. 7 p.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 7.30 tip-off with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Follow the defending Big 12 and national champion Baylor Bears all season long, beginning November 12th here on ESPN Central Texas. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor. Our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive, just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did. Have you heard about the new Korean barbecue taco? That's right. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. The mouth-watering Korean barbecue taco. Caramelized bulgogi beef, Asian slaw, cilantro with sriracha lime and mayo served on a flour tortilla. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales in Union Hall. Handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Yo, VIP. Let's kick it. Ice, ice, baby. 
Yeah, let's kick it. <laughs> That's what we do, isn't it, War? We just kick it. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see you kick it. Yeah, I'd pull a hammy if I kicked it. <laughs> it's 822. Welcome back in to game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. Uh, Baylor and Oklahoma coming up uh, tomorrow, 11 a.m.-ish kick from uh, McLean Stadium and in, in, in looking forward to the football game. And I, I'll say this. One thing that, that – and I, this is what I love about Dave Aranda. He is sometimes painfully honest with uh, his assessment of things. You ask the question, you're going to get the answer. Uh, it's not going to be all that coach speak stuff. Uh, he was asked about the, the pass rush, and, and John addressed it a little bit. So did Ricky Thompson earlier in our program. And, oh, by the way, if you missed any of our interviews uh, today or any day, you can go back and, and check them out uh, at SyntechSportsFan.com. We, uh, we've got it all posted as a, uh, as a podcast, so you can check out all of those all of those interviews that we've got uh, on the program. But he, he – uh, and, and this is kind of a long response, but I want you to hear this. I want you to hear Dave Aranda and, and what he said about the pass rush. And that is one thing that um, has – we have not – we have not improved. And I think it hasn't been for lack of trying – but um, we as coaches, we just need to be better, you know, for us to go through uh, this season and uh, potentially come to an end of the season and say, you know, it could have been this or we could have had that or, you know, we really never fixed this. That's that's completely on us. And um, that was the message, you know, um, here these uh, these last couple hours watching the tape. And so I just think, um, one, it would be, uh, pulling aside or taking away time that is normally um, given to individual and really making it specific, like um, scramble rules. And so ones versus ones, good versus good, quarterback scrambles, secondary has to plaster. You know, there's a critical third down where we did not um, execute that the way we need to. And so I think um, whereas we get the reps in an individual drill or we get the reps in maybe in a team setting, is not as competitive as something like that. And um, I think that's needed. Um, it's, it's past due, really. And then I think two would be, you know, the, the level rush accountability. And so whether it is a star or it's a corner or it's a safety or a defensive end rushing off the edge, getting to the level of the quarterback – Right, knowing what the level of each quarterback is and getting to that level and being held accountable for it every day. So there's a number count. There's, um, you know, if we don't get there, here's what happens. You know, here's the, um, the 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 payment, so to speak. And so I think those things have to happen to be able to break through through the other side of uh, and of um, you know uh, contain the quarterback. The third thing with that would be in our creepers or simulated pressures is to. Um, our three techniques or our four eyes, sometimes when they are contained, is stepping out as opposed to getting vertical. I think that technique change is needed. You know, there's too many times Saturday where we had some pressure on the interior rush and the quarterback is, you know, when stuff comes inside, the quarterback's going to go outside. And so those that three technique or four eye, getting too vertical and getting pinned as opposed to stepping out, playing through the tackle. If it's an ear hole, get vertical. If it's a face mask, get across. And those things, um, you know, we made it harder than it needs to be. And so I think those those three prescriptions can help. I think a total focus by the defensive staff is definitely needed. What would you think of that? Very detailed. 
And, you know, look. It, it's, and painfully it, honest. Yeah, it, it's it's about technique and, and making sure they understand technique and being able to uh, read, recognize, and attack. And, and he, he realizes that, you know, maybe they were – uh, going about it the wrong way as a coaching staff, they need to to get it across to you know whether you're going across the face or you're pulling and going, uh, and and you have to be able to recognize that in an instant. And for Baylor, they they've been in a situation where you know there's been some mishaps in that situation. Yeah, and he mentioned it uh, towards the end. He said, "Hey, look, uh, when we were able to get." inside he was just able to step outside he being the quarterback and and uh, that's just that's just unacceptable so I, I, I'm going to be that's the one thing I'm going to watch really intently tomorrow uh because look Oklahoma first of all they, they got the same film <laughs> that everybody else did off the TCU game and, and that's part of their their MO anyway they, they like RPOs they, they like run pass options they always have you're, you're going to see that but can you disrupt Caleb Williams? And I know he's having a great year, but Lord, uh, I'm sorry, Wardy, he's he's still a freshman. Let's let's don't you know let's let's don't get ahead of ourselves here. This is a guy that does not have a ton of college experience. Now, granted, he stepped in against Texas in the Cotton Bowl and and has not given up that job since since doing that. So for obvious reasons, he has played very very well and has guided that football team and and. Re- I mean, re-energize that that offensive unit. To be to be perfectly honest, but can they can they can they get some pressure on him? Can they can they disrupt him a little bit? Can they get him a little uncomfortable uh, in the passing game? I, I I think they almost have to to have a chance to get off the field. I think for me the biggest key is you've got to slow that run game down first, first and foremost, uh, and everything else will take care of itself. I mean, you, you're right. You do have to disrupt his passing game. you got to make him uncomfortable. And what's going to make a quarterback more comfortable than anything? Having that running game clicking for him because it opens up the passing game and makes makes it easier for him. So they've, they've got to find a way to slow down Kennedy Brooks in that running game, uh, in my mind. And you shut that down and you make them one-dimensional, I, I think you have a better chance against Oklahoma. Over the last – Four games for Oklahoma. The freshman has completed 74% of his passes, 14 touchdowns, and one interception. Sounds like he's pretty comfortable back there well, and that's running because, the offense. That's because that running game has given him the opportunity to be able to do that. I mean, you, you know, that, that coincides. And, I, I, you know, I get so frustrated when people say, well, it's a passing game now. It's a passing game because you can run the football. And it opens up that passing game. All right, so it will be an 11 o'clock kick. We'll, we'll get everything rolling at 7 a.m. tomorrow. Uh, any other games in the league that, that jump out at you that, that you're, you know, you're, you're jazzed to see and, and, and kind of follow? Uh, yeah, selfishly, I want to see how Tech reacts after getting Joey McGuire hired in. Does that, does that vault them kind of uh, to play better this week? Uh, I I don't expect them to play you know above their heads too much, but you know sometimes that that energizes you a little bit. I'm excited about that one. Uh, I I want I really want to see how Texas reacts against Kansas. Look, uh, we just heard earlier you know Kansas played very well against Oklahoma, and Oklahoma eventually pulled away. But I mean for the first half it it looked a little bit iffy. You know if they do that against Texas, does Texas have enough? 
mustered to to go ahead and 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 put their will on Kansas. I don't know. I I think that's a that's an interesting game to me for for some reason. I just I feel like that Texas is kind of it's swirling a little bit right now. Yeah, and they've also got some issues. Uh, yeah, they do. I mean, Bijan Robinson is going to be a game time decision. Yeah, their their wide receiver jumped in the transfer portal this week, and they've already announced that they're going to play both quarterbacks. Yeah, that's have some fun with that. Yeah, I I I don't know. I I think things are are not on a good track right now. So. You know, I, I'm really interested. Can Kansas play with them? I, I think they can. Is it fair to say that Texas probably has more questions now than they did in September? Yes. Which Very is crazy, fair. isn't it? Well, yeah, because at this point in the season, you would think that, you know, they the waters have calmed and they're, you know, moving oh. in, a, in a good path. But they're, they're, they're far not, from that, aren't they? Yeah, they're not, not. Not at all right now. All right, 831, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll talk some Cowboy football. We'll do it next here on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I love what I do. Every day I have the chance to help people chart a path toward their financial goals and pursue their dreams. We build relationships with each client and enjoy seeing how they appreciate there's someone working just as hard as they are to help meet their objectives. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. Caterpillar Waco is now hiring. Join our team and move the parts and products that build a better tomorrow. Warehouse positions available with no prior experience required. We will train. Caterpillar Waco offers competitive pay, benefits as soon as you start, and opportunities to grow. It's more than a job. It's the work that matters. To apply, visit Caterpillar.com slash Waco. That's Caterpillar.com slash Waco. Get your career started today. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitchi Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitchi Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Rookie home buyer? Go the distance with First Central Credit Union. We are opening doors to home ownership. First Central's open door mortgage loans up to 95% of the appraised home value. Our starting lineup includes low closing costs, no points, low origination fees, flexible terms, and competitive rates. Thinking about refinancing your mortgage loan? This plan works for you too. Apply online at firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. Everything we do, we do for you. Some restrictions apply. Rates subject to change. Equal housing lender. Member NCUA. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. 
Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. Melissa Smith scored 21 points as the Baylor women won at UT Arlington, 81 54. The Baylor men start their season tonight with a 7 30 tip at home against the Incarnate Word. Several Central Texas teams got their postseason underway on a winning note last night. La Vega beat Fort Worth Western Hills 65-6. Lorena blasted Hitchcock 53-28. Chilton shut out Sims Bowie 51-0. And Crawford belted Dawson 59-12. It was a short playoff run for Conley losing to Jasper 23-20. And Harker Heights was knocked off by DeSoto 65-28. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. Can't touch this. 8.35, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. Hey, we will wrap up our weekend in a busy weekend, it is. By the way, we got off and running last night with uh, the uh, Baylor women winning over UTA here on ESPN Central Texas. Crawford winning over Dawson over on our sister station, Star 104.9. Tonight, the Baylor men's basketball team opens up their season with uh, Incarnate Word at the Farrell Center. 7 o'clock for the pregame, 7.30 for the tip. And that will also be the unveiling of the uh, national championship banner and the presentation of rings. So it should be a... Just a, a spectacular night in the Ferrell Center for all of those fun activities. And uh, we'll also have a couple of high school football games for you tonight. Mart and Clarksville on Star 104.9 FM. And uh, West taking on Fairfield on uh, Shooter 92.9 FM. So keep that in mind. And then afterwards, we'll have the Friday Night High School Football Scoreboard Show for you right here on ESPN central texas so uh, keep that in mind uh and just as soon as we uh, get word and uh and, and, and you know on on playoff pairings for next week ward we'll get that uh, we'll get that out and get that on the air and all that fun stuff so keep that in mind it is uh 8 36 and uh the cowboys as we mentioned that uh, we wrap up our weekend on sunday with uh, uh cowboy coverage on your uh, cowboy station for central texas and uh, we'll have that game for you beginning with the pregame at 11 and the kick at 12 noon and again the cowboys will be without randy gregory and i'm assuming they're going to be without greg zerline we have i don't know that that's been a an official uh, they I think signed the kicker but i mean is it official that he's that he's not going to be available yeah i i think i saw last night where it's it's a done deal all right, so they will. But be, I'm not positive about that. I, I I read something, but I don't know how. I don't know how credible that is. He may not be positive either. Yeah, he may not be. <laughs> so, so Greg Zerline, iffy at best, and and then again, the Cowboys will be without uh, their pass rusher, Randy Gregory. So, I, again, that's a big loss. It is. I mean, and, and we talked about it earlier in the program, but that has if there's if there's a bugaboo for this Cowboy team right now, it has been the lack of of continuity 
because of injury and other reasons, uh, suspensions, uh, on that defensive side of the football, particularly up front with your front four. And we talk about the starting five on offense, the offensive line, and how they got to play as one. Well, it's the same principle over on the defensive side of the football. Those guys have got to play as a unit as well. And when you, when the guy lining up next to you has got a different jersey number every week, it's hard to get that continuity. It is. And, you know, I think that, you know, Dan Quinn's done a great job so far this season. I think that's part of the part of what has made him so attractive to – be able to adjust and fill in the blank and, and put guys in a position to be successful so far this season. Now, last week was a, a total meltdown on both sides of the football, so uh, you, you've got to get that taste out of your mouth. But, you know, if 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 you have any confidence at all, you have confidence in Dan Quinn being able to, to find the right uh, recipe to – fill in for Randy Gregory, whether it be moving Micah Parsons or, or bringing somebody else in or or doing something to have a scheme to give them an opportunity at least to be successful. And, and I think he will uh, against Atlanta. You know, and I also think for the Cowboys, uh, looking at, you know, Randy Gregory missing the next three games, I, I think, you know, at least this first one starting off against Atlanta, that that's a break for the Cowboys because Atlanta's not a very good football team. Now look, granted, it is an NFL football team, and anything can happen on any given Sunday. And, and you know the parity in this league is is pretty amazing. But if if you want to look at it, it one of the things for the Cowboys that that may be kind of a saving grace for them if if he's going to go down for you know the first game to be against Atlanta. That's that's kind of a little bit of a break for you. Here's what you're facing. Because uh, he's on the IR list, injured reserve. That means three games. The Cowboys will be without Randy Gregory, and they will face Matt Ryan, Patrick Mahomes, and Derek Carr. You got the Falcons, the Chiefs, and the Raiders. That's that's what's on the on the docket for Dallas as they uh, as they play without the, their uh, one of their pass rushers and Randy Gregory. So. Uh, <laughs> so you got to get it figured out. Yeah. And this is a game that you can get it figured out and, and try to f- see what you do have to, to fill in that hole. Uh, and because the next two are not going to be easy at all. And, and again, you know, my fear is, you know, does the, does the game come down to a kick? If it does, man, you're, you're biting your nails. I mean, it's that simple. Uh, and I know the guy can kick. He's a professional kicker, blah, blah, blah. But he hasn't been a professional kicker for this team. I mean, your kicker, Zerline, is your guy, and he he may not be available. I mean, I think Saturday at 4 o'clock is, is the deadline to to put your roster together. I think that's right. Uh, and then you then you also have, uh, you know, that, that window before you have to declare him, kind of like they did Dak two weeks ago. You, you, you've got that little bit of a window before the game that you can finally say, but – with COVID, it's a whole different. This is not an injury. This is a COVID issue. So, I, I don't know when the deadline for for that is. It it may be, it may be Saturday. It may be Sunday morning. It it may be today. I I'm not sure. We I need to look and see if we can find that. And I don't even know where it's at. But yeah, I I think the COVID protocol is a little bit different. I think you have to declare a little bit earlier on that. And, and we'll find out. Uh, but the bottom line is. When, when, when you, 
again, you're you're used to a unit. You, I mean, it's those fifty three guys in that locker room. Well, if if you got different people coming and going, Ward, that's that's not fifty three guys in that locker room. It's it's whatever. And I get it. Every team has injuries. The Cowboys have said when, when it comes to Randy Gregory that they're gonna you know they're gonna work from within their their football team. So that means somebody probably on the practice squad is gonna get a bump. Uh, because they're not they're not interested in 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 free agency, so at least not today. That was that was the word coming out of uh, out of Frisco is that the Cowboys are are going to work from within the you know the, what they have you know, at the stars. So that means uh, either somebody like you said you know move a linebacker down to rush in or whatever the case may be, or or, or just go get somebody off of the uh, the practice squad. So that that's their plan. Uh, moving forward, at least for this week, and and again, uh, for me, I'm 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 we we know how important special teams can be, and, and you know this is a guy. Look how many times how how often did guys return kicks on Zerline? It never happens, never happens. No, and, and that's a benefit. That's a plus, and you know in. And I know he struggled early in that in that Tampa game, but really since then I think he's missed one kick. He's been really really good. Uh, so you're you're you may be without your kicker, and we all know that. Huh, I don't even want to think about it. But that's 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 the issues that the Cowboys face now. If they do what we hope they do, then that won't be an issue. They'll go out and they'll start dominating right off the bat uh, against Atlanta and and put that game away early and. And uh, and then move on, but uh, and and again, this is a football team that's probably not real happy with themselves after the Denver performance. So we'll see. Uh, one other game that we need to talk about that we have not talked about much today. We have talked about it this week, but uh, big game for UMHB. I don't think there's any question about it. Uh, this is this is go secure your your championship and then be uh, and then get ready for the uh, for the selection show on Sunday. Yeah, you've got to go out and take care of your business and, you know, just worry about your color jersey. Don't worry about who's on the other side because you don't want to get sucked into that trap. Uh, you go out and perform uh, the best you can on Saturday uh, and, and 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 come away with a win and, and hopefully a convincingly win. And then you sit back on Sunday and you, you watch it all unfold and, and hopefully things go status quo and, and you end up with a, a path to the national championship that includes – playing at, at Crusader Stadium. Uh, and, you know, then you also have to look at, you know, does Harden-Simmons get in? And if they do, is that your first opponent? And, Let's and, and hope that's, not. that's probably the way it's going to go. It's probably how it's going to end up. Uh, I hate to speculate on anything, but if you just, just look at what what has happened in the past and what could possibly happen, it's probably going to be Harden-Simmons right out the gate. And, that's unfortunate for both of those teams, honestly, uh, because th- those are two good football teams that you, you probably would want to see meet later on down the line. But, you know, one of them's going to get left behind in week number one. What time is are the pairings announced, and, and how do they deliver those pairings to uh, to the individual programs? Uh, it will be on a telecast, uh, uh, and that will be at 2 o'clock, I believe, Saturday afternoon. Uh, so Saturday, it, I mean Sunday. Oh, okay, Sunday, Sunday afternoon, two o'clock, I believe, is when it's all going to come down. And, and where so everybody we... will be gathered around the. T- I think it's on ESPN Plus. Hmm, okay, that'd yeah. be that'd be cool. Yeah, 
So we can we can watch Everybody it. will be gathered around watching that. That'll be fun. All right, uh, 846-14 before 9. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas from the Allen Samuels Studios. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. Allen Samuels is an award-winning dealership, and you can check out the new 2021 Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever with beautiful curves and design. The Grand Cherokee uh, carries itself with rugged elegance, the elegant interior uh, luxurious fabrics and premium finishes. You can drive this incredible vehicle at uh, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Don't forget about the 2021 Ram 1500 Quad Cab Lone Star Edition. That's uh, that's an unbelievable truck. Ram trucks, by the way, are engineered. Ram trucks are engineered uh, to bring confidence under the toughest conditions with impressive towing capacity, payloads, and load stability. They also offer levels that uh, exceed the demands of daily driving. Great truck, great vehicle. That's what you get at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner it's time to replace those old windows when you call universal windows direct it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member universal's exclusive unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by energy star for eight consecutive years they offer zero percent financing for 60 months that's zero percent financing for 60 months contact universal windows Direct for a free in home estimate, universalwindowscentraltexas.com, or call 254 301 7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows, they've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big O key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. Michael Hurley of Hurley Benefit Services. I think one of the challenges that all small business owners are facing today is while they may be less than 50 employees, they're still competing with the big box companies that have full-blown benefit plans. Employers are looking for solutions, and my out-of-the-box thinking is providing a solution. With the innovative coverage offered by Hurley Benefit Services, you can have individual or group coverage that is a lot better, that costs a lot less. HurleyBenefits.com. 
business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something, then let the pros at Mallory Screen Printing and Embroidery do the job for you. They can customize your logo on T-shirts, caps, dress shirts, golf shirts, winter apparel, and more. Stickers for any occasion, banners and signs, large or small. See more at MalloryPrint.com or call 1-800-433-2220. For your next custom screen printing or embroidery, check out their full catalog at MalloryPrint.com. Hobbs Bonded Fibers is now hiring team members and operators for its production team. They specialize in developing and manufacturing specialty non-woven products for automotive, industrial, and consumer markets. Pay starts at $11 to $14 per hour with potential to increase after probationary period. Health insurance, 401k, monthly bonus potential. Apply in person or online at HobbsBondedFibers.com. Call Elizabeth Sawyers at 254-741-0040 to check the status of your employment and let her know you heard about the job on this radio station. That's 254-741-0040. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. Melissa Smith scored 21 points as the Baylor women won at UT Arlington, 81 54. The Baylor men start their season tonight with a 7 30 tip at home against the Incarnate Word. Several Central Texas teams got their postseason underway on a winning note last night. La Vega beat Fort Worth Western Hills 65-6. Lorena blasted Hitchcock 53-28. Chilton shut out Sims Bowie 51-0. And Crawford belted Dawson 59-12. It was a short playoff run for Conley, losing to Jasper 23-20. And Harker Heights was knocked off by DeSoto 65-28. Sports Center. Every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grand bag on Game Time. On your mark, ready, set, let's go. We dance for pro. I know, you know, I go psycho when my new joint hit. Just can't sit, gotta get jiggy with it. That's it, now, honey, honey, come ride. Now, who's singing that song? That'd be Will Smith. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought that was Will. Sound like him. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. Uh, 8.52, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Time for us to jump into the grab bag. Connecticut has hired a football coach. What would you think of that one? Now, they hired Jim Mora. Uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, and, and good for him. He gets another shot being a head coach. So, you know, it's, it's, a it's going to be a little different for him, but maybe that's a good thing. 46 and 30 as the UCLA head coach, that was not good enough. And that got him, that got him canned. And now he's headed, he's headed from one, one side of the country to the other side. And, uh, it's a big trip. Yeah. And, and his contract apparently with Connecticut is incentive based, uh, 1.5 which is not a lot of money when it comes to coaching football in in today's in today's college football world but 1.5 with uh uh with uh, some performance incentives uh on the uh, on the contract so when and we'll give Good you a couple more, when and we'll give you a couple more bucks that's yeah. what it sounds like to me so there you go all right the the 12 team mid american conference on uh, wednesday I meant to get to this yesterday. We missed it. Uh, announced that it would not pursue expansion uh, at this time, according to their commissioner. What do you think? For for once, we had a conference say, "Nah, we're good." That's going to be few and far between. Um, and you know, it just they probably looked at it and it, nobody made any sense travel wise and 
everything else that goes into it. So they're going to stand pat. Um, I, I don't expect that to happen throughout the country. No, and here's part of the deal. <laughs> here's the, as Paul Harvey would say, the rest of the story. Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky have elected to remain with Conference USA after considering the Mid-American Conference and then told the Mid-American Conference, yeah, we're good. And so they said, we're good. And so then the Mid-American Conference said, you know what, we'll just we'll just hold serve. Mm-hmm. So it, it wasn't that they weren't, ex, you know, weren't looking to expand, weren't, uh, weren't out there kicking tires, but uh, they didn't get the guys they wanted, they, so they decided to go not go anywhere else. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So uh, there you go. Now, uh, conference, and I didn't realize this. This would tell you how crazy this off season into the season has been. Conference USA, right? They've lost nine members in the latest round of realignment. Six schools: Charlotte, Florida Atlantic. North Texas, Rice, UAB, and UTSA are all headed over to the American Athletic Conference, mm-hmm. while Marshall, Southern Miss, and Old Dominion are headed to the Sun Belt. Wow. So, uh, yeah, nine members of your conference. So, I guess when, when they get together and play, everybody's going to have to have a name tag. Hi, hello, my name is. I mean, it's, everybody's going to have to get to know each other. Because yeah. nine teams are gone, or 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 are leaving. Let's put it that way. Right. But that that's crazy to me. That that one wow. league can can. I mean, look. That could have happened to the Big Twelve. Well, I was going to say, look look what two did. Mm-hmm. Look look at the reaction, and look at the results of two leaving. And mm-hmm. I, I and granted, it, you whether you like it or don't like it, it is. Uh, it is the two two big brothers, if you will, of the league, right? Uh, that that are leaving. But look at look. At, so, can you imagine what nine <laughs> what nine would do? It's not a conference left. Yeah. So, crazy stuff there. All right. Uh, Eight fifty six. Now, uh, from our CNC Collision Center text line, I wanted to get to this one. Now, Tim in Waco. Tim in Waco says, "I'm very happy with the way Dave Aranda holds his staff." to a very high standard. He takes the blame for not executing, and it's uh, it's quite impressive. Uh, and I agree. I mean, uh, he, he, at times, as we mentioned earlier, can be can be painfully honest. And, you know, when you ask a question, you're going to get the answer. Uh, he, he's, he's just one that says, hey, we're, we're going to put it on the table and, and tell you what, you know, I'm going to answer your question. And that's what he does, and I like that. All right, 8.56. Okay, the game's at 7.30 tonight. I'm just curious, what time does Ward White's show up at Wildcat Stadium? Mm, probably between 2.30 and 3. What would Ward White's do? It takes approximately 30 minutes to set up the broadcast. It takes me about an hour. Does it? Yeah. I I, I tape down all my cords and, and wrap them up. I mean, it's... <laughs> you are so anal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. <laughs> Yeah, it, uh, it, it'll look good. If I, it doesn't look good, I'm not ready to go. <laughs> look uh, good, play good. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so you. So yeah, I get there early, and then I will uh, walk the field, uh, just old habit, and then I will uh, just relax a little bit, watch a little bit of film, and then get ready to go. 
There you go. So that'll be uh, look for creature Ward, habit. Look for Ward at noon uh, at noon in Temple <laughs> for lunch and. Uh, yeah, there's a great idea. Chicken fried steak for lunch and then head over to the stadium. There you, you just, go. You just helped me out. That's what I'm here for, Ward. That yeah. is that is why I'm here. Uh, we'll be making the uh, the jaunt over to Eustis. Yeah, be careful. What, what lake do I got to cross? Is it seven lakes? <laughs> yeah, all seven of them. <laughs> so we'll we'll be over there for that one. Six thirty pregame over on uh, Star One Hundred Four Point Nine. And don't forget the Baylor men basketball team begin their their uh, defense of the national championship tonight, right here on ESPN, beginning at seven o'clock with the pregame. John and Pat with the uh, with the call, and oh. then of course uh, UMHB football on Saturday as well. Yeah, and West Trojans over on Shooter, Shooter tonight as well right. too. At uh, 6.30 pregame for that one as they take on the Fairfield Eagles over at uh, Tiger Stadium. And, of course, again, that's a great place to play. Super place for a first-round playoff game. So it should be a lot of fun. All right, a couple of minutes away from 9. We have got, uh, we've got Greeny coming up at the top of the hour. And then John at 3 and Matt at 4 right here on ESPN Central Texas. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back home in the Farrell Center Monday hosting New Orleans. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Monday. Tune in to the new broadcast crew of Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm all season long for Baylor women's basketball on ESPN Central Texas. Old Chicago Pizza is back and better than ever in Waco. Try the new Insanity Pizza. So good, so different, it had to be called Insanity. Detroit-style metal pan, deep dish, buttery, flaky crust, covered in Old Chicago signature sauce, drizzled down the sides, topped edge to edge with Wisconsin brick cheese. Everybody gets a corner piece for maximum crispy, caramelized goodness. Insanity Pizza at Old Chicago. Try it today. Now open at 4641 South Jack Colgin Expressway in Waco. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.